Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Dr. Mark White, and today I will be discussing the UBOS, or Unstable Base of Support, and how you can use this concept in orthopedic rehabilitation. An unstable base of support is any compliance surface that leads to perturbation in the angular displacement of the center of mass away from a line of action that maintains stability of the joint or joints of interest. Common examples would be standing on a Dyna-Disc, an Eric's pad, or a BOSU. But it could also be holding an exercise ball braced against the wall with an outstretched hand and leading into it. As more load transfers to the ball, more muscle contraction must occur to maintain stability of the system. This produces what is known as reactive stabilization. Reactive stabilization is a concise way to say management of the center of mass relative to the line of action of imposed forces acting across a joint or joints to avoid injury. The further the center of mass is away from the line of action of gravity, generally speaking it is gravity, but it doesn't have to be only gravity, the more difficult it will be to control. The more quickly this change takes place, the more difficult it will be to control. We begin rehabilitation training with joints that are pathological on a very stable surface, keep the movement small and through a range of motion that is non-exacerbatory, and with an amount of force that is also non-exacerbatory. Then we change the conditions of stability, load, and timing, not necessarily all at once, to drive the reactive stabilization effect we are interested in stimulating. It's a complex reaction that integrates multiple different interdependent systems. When we do this successfully, it can produce a rapid adaptation that stress shields the joint so that the patient's pain reduces rapidly. If we don't do this successfully, or there's something that is, say, blocking the process, then there's a much less rapid uptake of this skill and we still have problems. So we end up having to manage load more than the stability and that varies with age. In addition, it also varies in proportion to the duration of symptomology. The point is to produce reactive stabilization. The body reacts to a loss of control of the center of mass moving away from a given line of force in an effort to avoid loss of control of joint motion. And the goal is to stimulate co-contractions and joint stabilizer activity recruitment around the joints themselves. And this aids attenuation of forces acting across the joint that might otherwise be injurious. And this improves also the reaction time of the neuromotor control subsystem. And there's more to it than that, of course. Generally speaking, adults require more time to improve their reactions to stabilization training than what we observe in children. And in children in our setting, it's uh, basically eight-year-old to teens, and this effect tends to peak in the early 20s. That is the shorter duration of acquiring this skill, the reaction stabilization skill, occurs more quickly in the younger crowd, and it begins to decline when we see patients in their 20s to 30s, and that's largely dependent on the individual exposure. If their exposure rate is high enough with things that challenge their balance reactions, and I'm using this term, um, well, balance reaction, in a way that is really geared towards the orthopedic interpretation of how well do they control the joint, then the older they get, the worse their reaction time is, the longer it takes to get better with these skills. Also, as I mentioned, if the 
problem has a greater duration of chronicity to it, well, those patients also, regardless of age, tend to not respond as readily. They still will. You just need to count on them taking more time to improve with this domain of interest than others. The main takeaways from today's talk are as follows. First, the unstable base of support is not just a balanced training aid. Second, the unstable base of support can be used to manage orthopedic problems. Third, the mechanism of action is reactive stabilization. And remember, this involves multiple system integration, i.e. the vestibular, visual, proprioception, etc. And fourth, the tool used is less important than challenging the joint and its associated stabilizers at a level they can tolerate. Then, stage up the demand. That concludes our talk for now. Thanks for listening. And, as always, may you and your patients be well. That's all for today.